footies and welcome to what the fuck life episode 11 we're all gathered here on the warmest day of the century but instead of having cold drinks or eating at the barbecue let's start by introducing multiple top 100 player steve hello there it's so bloody hot why like why is it so hot i like cold weather that's all i have to say I said, "Why are we recording a podcast in uh, non-air conditioning space?" But hey, (laughs) Dan, the man, the legend who never gives up, and Mister Positive, it's Adam. Hello, yes. Look how positive I am. (laughs) I'm so hot. It's so hot. It is. It is. It's positively fucking hot. I tell you what. Oh, sugar. Wasn't meant to swear. My name is John, aka Food Coaching, and I actually got a fever during this warm weather, so forgive me my voice today. Today we have another action-packed show for you. Um, if you like our show, it would really help us if you shared, liked, subscribed to it, or gives an iTunes review, because they do wonders for our show. We start our weekend food. We take a very deep look into matters that I don't understand in the form of networking, but luckily Adam does. And we talk about what it is that we still want to do with our time in FIFA 19. As latest, we look into the released SBCs and the new footies cards. And now it's time for some music and let's start the show. Luckily, I didn't hear any music myself, but we'll see if that went well. <laughs> uh, Adam, let's start this week of foot with you, okay? And yep. after last week's rants, how was this week for you? An improvement. Still still have my meltdown. Um, started really badly, free and free. Um, then had my usual 10 games in a 10 to... 12 games in a row of winning. Actually went 13 or 12 games in a row winning. Then a minor meltdown, followed by some solid play and ended up uh, gold one this week. So it's an improvement, but I could have definitely done with Carl. Yeah, I still could have done. There's more I could have done. (laughs) I remember you uh, sending us a text that you lost your first match and now your week was over, but it wasn't that bad in the end, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd... it's annoying because of the fact that I really wanted, yeah, I really wanted to, I wanted to break elite this week. I felt like I had my team prepared for it, although I didn't, and I felt like I had um, my mind in the right place, but I didn't. Um, and my play was awful as well, to be honest. I, I did get twenty wins, but I just could not string anything together. I had three really good games, and the 17 wins, yeah, I won them, but I I didn't play as well as I had the week before, which was a, weird for me. But I, I think that the little things that I did improve on, even keeping calm in little parts and stuff, did improve because, I don't know, I just I did obviously do better, but I don't think I played better, if that makes sense. I think that does make sense, but also you were expecting to hit Elite this week, right? <laughs> yeah, I really was. I, <clears throat> I had my eyes on Elite slash. I honestly thought that I could get close to top 100, maybe break in. Um, to be honest, if you get like 24 wins in a high school rating, gets you elite, got you Elite this week. So if you get Elite, like you only need two more wins. Yeah. And, so... you know, I mean, I, I, I at the moment I'm dispatching teams that have, you know, I'm not complaining about it because I love my team. But, you know, God's that gullet, God's that this, God's that that. 99 Ronaldo had the cheats and stuff. And I still was managing to dispatch them. I think I got better defensively this week, but just could not string it together at the top end. It was really weird. You going to make a push this weekend again? Um, possibly. I've got quite an action-packed weekend outside of FIFA, so it's going to be a difficult one. I'm going to try my best, um, but I might have to scrunch in a lot of games, which I wanted to avoid doing. 
but yeah i'm just really busy <laughs> so i'll try my best um i'm not going to be too disappointed if i don't do too well this weekend i think my my fifa 19 big run i don't know if i'm going to get time to do it at all in fifa 19 i'm so busy for the next 100 weekends i i might have one more heavy run it might be this weekend or the weekend after but then i'm done <laughs> Like with big runs, I still play, but I, I just can't do 30 games in the weekend at the moment. Oh, just when you're first 17 and you're done. Mm. <laughs> uh, sorry? Just when you're first 17 games and you're there. Yeah, 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 exactly. I always go on good runs anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Steve, did you manage another top 100 finish this week? No, I didn't. I had. Two people quit on me when I was through on goal at nil nil, which was hilarious. But just why? Um, I played the best player on PC again, which was hilarious. And he messaged me after, and we said, "Can we?" I just said, "Like, can I stop playing you now, please? Because it's getting silly." And he said, "Yeah, I think I played you the eighteenth game last week as last week as well." And I was just like, "Well." And it was just free to again, and it was just he's very good, so like I can't complain. Some of the losses I played, I had were absolute balls. Um, the servers were terrible on Sunday, and I played most of my games on Sunday. And honestly, they were they were bad. They were they, so bad. they were they were probably the worst they've been. And the problem with that is people on PC, I don't know if people on console notice, but people on con on PC notice, and as soon as the servers are bad, they just send everyone drop back, and you can't break through, because you can't make the passes, you can't do any skills, your movements are always a bit off, so you'll be trying to, so, because of what people don't understand, some people think that there's lag and not understand, the lag isn't just when the game speeds up and speeds down. Lag is like the split little second of responsiveness where you're, for example, you pass the ball, it aims wherever you pressed last. So if you're running <coughs> and you're passing the ball, I mean, you can't really do it in two directions floor of the game, um, but you point one way and basically because of the lag, either your character would move and then it would pass it in the total wrong direction or it would try and pass in the direction to run in instead of the direction trying to pass to. And it's honestly, it, it was absolute nightmare. And it's continued this week with Foot Rifles, which I've tested a lot since their little fake update. And oh, I shouldn't probably said that a bit tacky, but whatever. <laughs> um, and and like since the update, I thought that it got better. It's actually got a lot, a lot. It was terrible. The problem is, is, is it used to be speed up lag and it used to catch up and you'd have some games that were good and some games that were bad. This was just total words that I can't say anymore that I wish. But basically, yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible. I hate it. I, I honestly, this is any any of the Sunday playing at all. And I got elite. I did get elite. But I didn't get to 100, and I missed out by probably a game. But I didn't enjoy it at all. It was horrible. It was really, really bad. I was just wanna wondering which where you get, but you got elite three, right? Yeah, elite three. So I got 23 wins and 24. Because I play, because I always end up playing, because I always get my wins out early. Like I always get like, always like worst way. I'm always like 20 and three or something. Then I'm always playing the best people that are available. I wasn't actually 20 and 3 this week. I didn't bomb that bad. I was 20, what? I think I got to 20 and 7, and then I won my next three. No, 20 and 6, and then I won my next three. That doesn't make sense. 20 and 5, and then I won my next three, and then I lost the next two. One of which was against God Guy, and one was against just some scrub. Like, not to be rude, but like. Some of the thing is as well, I've got this like, I know it's annoying, I've got this like snobbery about me now. Like, if someone's not good at the game and I lose to them, I just think, you're trash. Like, why am I losing to you? It's so horrible. Like, I know I shouldn't think like it. I used to be one of those grubs. Yeah, it used now, to be like, me. <laughs> yeah, I used to be one of those scrubs. But now I'm like, 
you know, I'm um, to be honest, I, I know it's really bad to say. I'm trying, we're going to try and keep it on FIFA 19, but I cannot wait for FIFA 20. There's so many things that they need to change. I like, oh, I'm going to send Corey a flipping long email because I can't be dealing with this no more. Like, some of the stuff, like the interceptions and stuff, it just drives me mental. Anyway, I think at this stage of the game, everyone knows uh, the list of improvements. And today we got some more info. What is changing in FIFA 20? And I think the FIFA 20 might be a very cool subject to get next week's spot fully focused on, right? Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else you mentioned this week? We got a bad service on PC. You got LE3. Yeah, nothing else really happened. Kimpembe. But in these servers, it's different. I don't have any. I've been playing Ben Yedder as a centre midfielder and Owa as a CAM, and he's trash. He's God. He's awful. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 is. Do you know what? Right. He should have the anchor chemistry card because he is something that rhymes with anchor. I tell you what. I talk anchor. Yeah. Uh, who are we yeah. talking about? We got Nato this week. We got Kim Bape and we got Alessandrini. You were talking about Kim Bape, right? Yeah, I want it, I want him just for. Um, I want him for like SBCs. I don't want him for actual one of them. I've got two after the pack opening that we did on your stream. I've got two point four, two point five million in the bank, and I'm bored. So, no, it's only eight weeks before the new game arrives. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I did tell you what to do with that money. Give it to Adam. <laughs> no, 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 I, don't, I, I would have far too much fun with it. But I suggest you just do loads and loads of them upgrade packs, put it on YouTube, and, I don't know, tag baits. <laughs> You'll get a million hits. No, I'm joking. Um, but, yeah, just have some fun with it. I, I genuinely... I, I genuinely... I'm considering converting it into real money, then converting it into GTA casino money, <laughs> converting it back into real money. Oh, wait, you can't do any other things because FIFA and GTA are stupid. Whoops. Right. Done. <laughs> All right. Um, but did you, you tried any other cards except the Kim Baper card? No, I, no cards look appealing to me at all. The Richarlison, if he gets one, might be appealing. Everything else looks... Awful. I tried Neto myself, and he is far better than I expected. <laughs> I agree with you. I've used him a little bit. I agree with you. So I have Alisson in goal, normally the team of season one, uh, basically because I packed him from the rewards. So get the red version. And I use keeper movement a lot, and Alisson is terrific for me. Um, but sometimes, especially at the first time fit shots, he is a bit too short or something like that. And I used uh, Neto for about 15 matches. And he suddenly stopped that kind of shots. Um, so I'm still in doubt who I'm going to use this weekend. I tried Kimbepe as well. Kimbepe, I really don't like his work rate. He's way too aggressive, way too much forward. He's very fast though. Uh, but I'm not going to try him. He's not going to remain in my team. And Alessandrini just came later than Lozano, so that leaves him as a bench player for me. How about you, Adam? Uh, well, I have used um, I've used Neto, liked him a lot. Um, yeah, not um, second best goal goalkeeper I've used this year after Courtois um, so far. But I've only had like five games with him, so it's hard to give a real, real reflection. Carl Walker, on the other hand. I know I might be slightly out because he kind of come out. When did he come out? No, he, no, he did out. come out. This week. Yeah. Um, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievably expensive, but he's also unbelievable. He's he's about 250k, the... I think, on consoles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking PC where everything's a billion pounds. But, um, yeah, he's he's really good. He's exactly what everybody would expect him to be. He's extremely quick. He can come and defend 
like and look after the defense and stuff. I actually have him on stay back, and he sort of he can still be there or thereabouts with the attack, but not too far up. He can get back anywhere. He could, he also does this thing that I've not seen many right backs do, which is he sees um, a issue in the midfield, comes and quickly cleans it up like a centre defensive midfielder, and gets back into his position. And I'm not seeing any other right backs do that. It was really impressive. He done it for me a couple of times, and I was blown away by it. Yeah, see, I I would like to get him in, but the way my team is, I'm stuck. Yeah, because I need Trent to give uh, Van Dyke the green link, and I because I've got Varane at the back, it's it's very difficult. The only thing I could possibly do is go for Ramos at the back, and then get in De Gea, and then get Walker. No, that. I have thought. I have thought about it, but that Courtois saved me so many times. Like I'm quite loyal to it. Yeah, no, I it's get. I get problem. you. It's my most regret. It's the regret I have the most is that moving away from a Courtois-based team. It's funny saying that you're basing your team on the keeper, but the guy's insane. I I haven't seen Courtois on uh, Xbox for months. Being used, I know it's weird. I. I I don't see him on PC either. I don't think he's well loved, but I don't know. I think me and Steve maybe just have like a really weird. He he makes loads of great saves for me. Yeah, I believe that. It's just weird. I don't see him used any, uh, hardly any uh, uses him anymore. So that's uh, something I notice. I only see uh, the, uh, a lot of Thunderstar these days. Uh, Neto since yeah. this week. <laughs> I'm not going for welcome myself. Um, I just did the Vieira SBC. So I got Vieira in, which left me a bit short on coins. And when Walker released uh, the right backs like the Costa and uh, Dumfries kind of collapsed in price and I picked up a really cheap Dumfries. Uh, and I'm pretty happy with him. So I can't even afford the, the Walker anymore, but I think Dumfries... Uh, Fits it in perfectly between uh, Fiera and uh, Lauren Blanc. Uh, it's a good fit as well. So. Um, oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with Dumfries. <laughs> nothing wrong at all. No, yeah. it's perfect shot as well. Actually, scores a lot for me. I was really considering, I really was looking at getting Da Costa in my team for a little while because that Da Costa looks really good and he's always like probably the best heading right back. Because he's pretty good, but it's just it's just I don't know. Like as well, one PC because there's only about three eighty nine Van der Sars. He's worth like two million coins, and I can't spend that much on Van der Sar eighty nine. I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it. No, he's nine k nine hundred k on uh, Xbox as well now. So he's pretty. Yeah, nine hundred k. Nine hundred k though is a difference. There's a big difference between nine hundred k and like two million. Yeah, but before the tournament started like a month ago, he was around 450. I'm just saying. The more pros use him, the more expensive he gets. Mm-hmm. So we have the next week, we've got the new, uh, the last uh, E-Champions final, I think. Um, curious to see what's being used there. Going to see, I'm curious if Walker's being used there a lot, for example. Um, yeah, I'm curious about that too. I want to continue with the next subject, which of next top- topic, which we actually promised you uh, two weeks ago already, <laughs> and this is actually the last time we're gonna postpone the topic. But it's all about networking. Um, Adam did extensive research, and he's a pretty much of an expert in that uh, in this matter. Uh, and he wanted to guess. <laughs> oh, ah, you're pretty much an expert. Uh, and since I have no clue uh, whatsoever about all things networking, I just want to say, Adam, you got the next twenty minutes all for yourself Ouch. without me okay. and Steve of uh, sometimes interrupting, of course. Yeah, no worries. Um, okay, so some of the things I wanted to go over networking. Um, I wanted to give some of you guys out there like some helpful tips and stuff. But I want to, I want to move. I'll come to that a little bit later. First, I wanted to go over some of the things that yeah, I've been doing recently. Um, so the whole thing about latency and stuff, I've heard for the last year, maybe no, actually, ever since I got into FIFA like properly, lag this, lag that, 
oh, people using lag cheats or this or that, or oh, the servers, the servers, the servers. And that's just me, folks. Yep. <laughs> here's, here's the problem. See, EA can only do so much. Um, and what I mean by that is that, unfortunately, FIFA is a global game. And if we just stick people that are very close to each other, there aren't enough people that play FIFA for that to be viable on something like the Weekend League. So, for instance, it'd make a lot of sense if me and Steve matched each other a lot on um, Weekend League because we live, what, 100 miles apart? Not even 100 miles, but we don't live far apart. But the problem with that is that how many people are really going to be playing around us? Now, okay, with I'm quite lucky. I live in London, so there might be. But someone that lives in, like, Sheffield, there might only be, like, 300 thousand players so you have to extend it out a bit and also it is quite nice to play people from different countries and you know it's it's, it's fun and also you know you could start to know it's trends i know it's like a lot of the dutch players are very good for instance and it's hard for ea to make <laughs> it's hard for ea to make the latency absolutely perfect the reason why is that the connection travels at pretty much the speed of light, just below it. But there is a huge distance between here and even Scotland, for instance. That's a few milliseconds in time. To go around the whole world is something like 130, which is why you're stuffed if you play someone in Australia. Now, I believe that EA have things in protection to stop you from playing people in far, far regions. In any other, it's any other region, it's region locked. Yeah. Which is great, but it also can be an absolute pain in the ass when, you know, you're playing someone in one region, but they are a thousand five hundred miles away. That is a huge amount of time in like latency terms to get from here to here. It's why cloud gaming is a little bit off still, but it's hard for EA to do that. It's hard also for EA to get everything right every single time. Um, they know they mentioned recently that they had some real hardware issues and they believe that it should be fixed and improved now. Now, I understand that me, like the rest of everyone out there, is like, well, they should just spend more money and fix their servers and buy better servers and do this. And I get that. But um, I honestly feel like for me, I, I work as an infrastructure. I work in infrastructure, like as in like the back end of machines and stuff. And I work, I work very, very, very fucking hard and I really put effort into my job, but I can't catch every single hardware issue. There has been times where I've noticed a hardware issue that's been going on for about three weeks, but it's hard to always detect that. There are a million things in place to detect those things, but sometimes it just gets missed and it gets missed yeah. for various reasons and you really don't know what's going to be thrown up like yeah right there and then yeah exactly right. and no go ahead Steve sorry no but like I mean there's no point going like all sick on EA like because of the issue <laughs> is because no. you know like it's it's it is it's like if as long as they're trying to fix it but the problem I think a lot of people have is that it doesn't look like they're trying to fix it. This looks like they're trying to fix it in time for FIFA 20. Which yeah, is which is a great step. But they should have been doing this, like, how long have people been complaining about servers for? Like, a whole game. I mean, that that because at the end of the day, bad servers is what killed, eventually killed Konami with Pro Evo. That yeah. was the killer. You couldn't play online. It was fucking awful. Oh, that's Um... But yeah, it was. It was terrible. And the problem, the problem is um, that this year and last year, um, there was a number of issues with Intel-based processors and a little bit AMD-based processors. But look, if you're running a server um, and you bought it in the last three years, you're buying Intel. Only recently would you buy AMD. I'm not going to bore people with the whole thing of why that is, but intel were very very popular in the server space and they've gained a lot of performance by sort of taking shortcuts and the shortcuts they took 
allowed for some pretty wild exploits. And obviously you have to patch against those. But we were seeing in certain workloads up to 20% reduction in their performance. Also, everyone, take a moment, uninstall VLC Media Player. Don't ask me why, just do it. And <laughs> unless, it's on, <laughs> unless it's the most recent version, then you're fine. Right. So can you explain the latest tweet from EA, what they said? Yeah, before we go into that detail for the tweet, I was wondering why, for example, I know everyone's complaining about servers, lag, etc. But I'm completely honest here. I haven't experienced any troubles this year. One weekend, one Saturday where the connection went off and the EA servers went down. For the rest, no latency, no lag. I'm not kidding. Like, so every time you make a pass, the ball goes exactly where you want it to. Every time your character receives the ball, instead of going some random direction, they go to the direction you're pressing. Uh, maybe it's so frequent that's that I don't what, even notice it. But that <laughs> that is what lag. So that's what the lag does. The lag doesn't um, necessarily. Oh look, the game is running slow. What it does is the bad connection is 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 your passes go wrong. Your the touches go wrong. Like all that sort of stuff goes wrong. So it's it's very like my like minuscule. It's very hard to explain in words. It's very easy to explain when you see it. Like, and you feel it because you know what you've pressed, you know what you've done, and you know when the game is running slow. Like, you can just tell. You, I mean, I suppose if you if you can't tell, then maybe it's not into you. But honestly, like, you, you can you can tell if you ask someone like Mikel, yeah, who is like a proper top, top, top player, he tells you the servers are shit. The servers are oh, sugar. The servers are really bad, and he really affects him. He'll go from like thirty wins to twenty-seven because someone will just sit back and he'll lose on penalties or something. So on on that topic, I've got to say that um, I rarely experience lag. Um, FIFA eighteen, apart from people in far-flung places, um, I didn't experience lag, and <laughs> I think that. Part of the reason, and I'm not criticising people here, but in fact, I'm definitely not criticising people here. It's more of a like a heads up, is that when you when you decide that you're going to sign up with an internet company, now obviously we're you know we're broadcasting to the world here, so it could be BT if you're in the in England or um, Verizon or uh, the evil ones AT and T. In America, that sort of thing. The problem is that a lot of them give you the shittest router they possibly can, and it's sort of like it's sort of like um, you know in America you've got them guys that direct the traffic, the traffic cops, right? Well, they have to do a very hard job in getting everybody across intersections and all this malarkey. Oh, actually, do you know what? Can I come back to it because? Yeah, of course. I want to come back to that, actually, because I really wanted to end with that, and I wanted to give some like really good guides. Um, the whole thing with EA, their tweet, essentially what they've done is they've put in... Uh, I'll try and I'll try and like make this as easy as possible. Yeah, so for everyone who didn't uh, didn't pay attention or didn't read Twitter this morning, we received a message that some of the technical changes that were made in the last patch were disabled. And later, uh, it was more intensified and said the increase of sim to input ratio to number eight <laughs> um, may have caused latency issues in production. We further the change by disabling the unified messaging campaign that sets it. Well, for someone like me, I have no clue what they're talking about. But Adam, you might. That is absolutely gobbledygook, in my opinion. I'm, I'm sorry, but one... Gobbledygook. That we is, might give that, the title of Master of France to Adam soon, Steve, if this continues. That, <laughs> he that is the Master of France. I don't know where I got my... Uh... I'm sorry, that that actually is just... I'm sorry, but one, programming is not really like my strong suit, but 
they have just thrown in words from their particular engine and their particular like setup that ha make no sense unless you were basically making this game because that could mean a million different things the sim to input ratio it could mean a million different things what they sort of mean in a very very basic way is that they for online gameplay um in any game there is a slight change in the way that um it presents data to you and how it comes on screen a lot of people will notice that playing fifa with your friends you get into more comfort you end up playing better you know if you're playing locally but the the thing is that they have to make allowances as such for your connection the opponent's connection and any particular like hits they're getting because remember there's a lot of us that play weekend league and it you know it's not easy to like navigate each person to each person all that stuff so they have to make a little bit of leeway for errors and you know or one funny packet or something because look a lot of you might have okay-ish connections but they're not going to be perfect now i realized that in some other games it doesn't feel as bad and yeah maybe that's because ea have not done a good enough job with their servers and they've done a you know a bad job there but it is also because that what they have done to try and improve it without buying new servers is move it more to what it is on offline gameplay the problem is that that no longer allows for little mistakes in the connection so it's made the issue worse i mean that's that's my interpretation of it anyway yeah because when you play offline the game is actually good i don't know if any of you played kickoff but kickoff when I you play the game in kickoff, the stats are different obviously but like it feels much better like it feels really good you can score mm -hmm. some beautiful goals like it's a much better game, in my opinion. Actually, you, quick, question, quick question to you two guys, because um, I've noticed a couple of things. Um, how does it feel on squad battles? I know that squad battles are boring, but how does your team feel on squad battles? Because a lot of that yeah, is not requiring same, online. But it, the, if some of it sometimes... sometimes Sorry, Steve, like, you dropped off there. Sorry, when you're on ultimate, like it's different because <laughs> they press like you, no other team presses you ever. Yeah, yeah. So you're like a shit, shit. But it does feel like in general, like decent. It doesn't feel like amazing. But it doesn't ever feel like as awful as when you're playing someone online and the connection is bad. Yeah. I hardly, Do you know what I mean? I hardly play squad squad battles and especially not with my own squad since this week where all the silver and swedish uh, scoring achievements and stuff objectives that is true uh, i used to play it as well so that's a bit hard of a comparison for me but it's it seems fine but it, like i said i hardly notice anything wrong with the regular wicked league play as well so maybe i'm the wrong person to talk but i also uh maybe adam can relate to that later on I also use like a custom router, everything wired. I got fiber internet. Mm -hmm. Maybe that helps as well. Yeah, that is that is that is where I was going to with some of my points. But I would like to I'd like to quickly say that the thing that's very confusing for me is why EA, a company that is humongous and makes a hell of a lot of money out of us per year. Even the people that don't buy FIFA points are still going to pay around £100, €100, Euros, that kind of thing, or at least 80 or, you know, if they just buy the game fair, 50 But all my team players generally will pay to get that improvement in the game, to get them packs early on and stuff like that. And they make that from, what, 5, 10 million of us? And then you've got people that spend a lot of money. I mean, I'm not talking about Bateson. He's a content creator. He doesn't really count in this, but... You've got a lot of people that do spend a lot of money. Um, grand. You know, Actual grand. fucking grand. Yeah. Like... I've spent a lot in in the past, like the recent past, to be honest. And, you know, we have we have a few friends that have spent a lot of money on the game as well. Um, but what I will say is that I think that they should have moved to the cloud quite a long time ago. Um, one, the hardware issues that EA were alluding to 
Amazon can't afford for that to happen. Microsoft Azure cannot afford for that to happen. And um, Google cannot afford to have that happen. Now, most likely it would be AWS, so that's Amazon. But the point being that they have teams dedicated to the hardware. EA is not a computing hardware company, and they are not a server company. They probably have teams to deal with it, and I'm not knocking them teams. And, you know, this is not like, oh, the network guys at EA are so bad. It's not that at all. However, <coughs> that is the whole point of AWS, is to be on top of this stuff and to be able to nail it every time. Now, maybe their costs will go up a bit, but we pay for your costs by giving you a billion a year. So that can't be an excuse. And the cloud, for me, like I'm not a big fan of the cloud for my own personal stuff, but I have to say that when it comes to like hosting something, it's a much better option. The failover is freaking phenomenal. This, this stuff where like any A server goes down or they have issues, it just doesn't happen as often. It just would not happen as often. It, it might actually if... not happen at all, right? I mean, uh, yeah. you can actually upscale or downscale automatically uh, yep. at Azure, for example. <laughs> yep, and the great thing as well is that, and I'm going to use a very extreme example, but it's just to sort of prove to you the difference between like how EA have it now and how it should be, is that Amazon have got probably trillion dollars worth of companies including themselves multiple trillions actually using their service so they have to prepare against everything and when i say everything i mean a nuke drops on london they have to be they have to be prepared for that and i i know that's a very extreme silly way to say it but if a nuke drops on london your company doesn't go down now you'd have bigger things to worry about when a nuke drops but that's the kind of like redundancy that these things have you drop a nuke on London, it'll move up north and it will take a second and you won't even notice it. And you can put things in place to do all of that and we wouldn't have the kind of downs and stuff that EA have. You can have yeah. things that load balance. You can. It's just it's just a better overall system. What would what be the reason, uh, could be the reason that they still have like local hardware then instead of going cloud and... Uh... I think... Let other companies uh, handle that? Three reasons. One, um, IT professionals, including myself, do have issues with the cloud. We don't like... Uh, it's like leasing a car, almost. You don't like that You're if old. something terrible happened, you couldn't pour water on the hard drive sort of thing. You're old-fashioned, that's what you mean to say. No, because, <laughs> I mean, even, even, modern pe even like the modern people in my industry don't love love the cloud we realize the powerful tool it is and how bloody amazing it is but you know you're always going to have a little bit of bias against not having your own thing it's like um you know these uh cloud-based machines or you know that um that idea that xbox had of renting the xbox off them and stuff yeah i don't like it it's the same with like mobile phones i don't like that the apple model that they've got in america where you just pay 35 dollars a month and then they give you a new phone every time it comes out because it's never your phone. But and then they put and then they put you two on it. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. There's cost. <coughs> it is going to be more expensive. Um, well, they already it, have these servers. Is it though? If you are able to up and down scale, and you can guarantee a more uptime, would that in the end be more expensive? Just playing devil's advocate here. Possibly. I mean, the reason the reason why is that EA, to improve right now, they buy a couple of extra servers in their data centers, right? And that increases the, um, the amount of uh, abuse they can take as such. Whereas they go to the cloud, they've got none of them servers are going to be useful anymore. And also, they have a problem. And this is this is my third point, but I'm going to link it into this one. What do you do with all the network techs that you um, employed? Because there's too many people. You don't need that many people to run a cloud system. What are they going to do? That's a whole team that's probably going to get fired. And I'm not saying that EA is against firing people for no reason or anything like that, but they have sort of improved in their image and stuff, and I don't think it would look great if they got rid of a whole team. Oh, I can well, still hold the... Uh... 
Look. They just sacked off. No, no, no. They sacked off loads of their staff already. Like, oh. They sacked a load of them off. Like, then, I've heard of them. Then maybe those. But they might be. The thing is, Tom maybe had a. Doing that. Uh, Tom. John had a conspiracy theory about why we're getting. Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yep. Do the maths. Oh, they're yeah. Third, they've sacked a third of their staff. <coughs> they're doing a load of networking changes. Who, I mean, would I suggest that they move into cloud-based solutions? I would. I would. Well, well, I'm not going to say it because I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as you know. No, it makes 100% sense. sense. And the fact that they've also got Apex on there and other things like that. And I'd just like to also add on the whole cloud thing, the if they did go with Amazon, they are going with the people that own the whole of the cloud. I did mention Azure, and I like Azure. I Azure uh, is the biggest of them all, right? I am looking uh, at the numbers though, but Azure uh, is by far the, the biggest. Really? Yeah, by far. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I've got... Adam is just going to have a quick Google. Yeah, no, I am because I honestly thought that Amazon was the biggest. I always thought that Amazon was much bigger. I said I can't. I, think, I can elaborate. I can't elaborate on the the numbers which I have in front of me, but I can share with you later because those are work related in my faction. Um, but we work solely with with uh, Microsoft Azure because of simply that reason. So that's uh, uh, that's that's why Microsoft is putting in heavy on the cloud as well for the Xbox. I think. Yeah, I mean, look, um, I. I'm not criticizing them using uh, AWS or um, uh, Azure, actually, because I think both are fantastic. Um, I've used AWS personally for a, a couple of little things, um, nothing special. And um, my work use Azure, um, and it is really, really good. And actually, the learning curve behind it is very easy, so I don't see why I couldn't use it. But... Um, we, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but the thing that I wanted to really get onto is the sort of the, the one thing that I guess a lot of people probably don't want me to say, but it's true, which is that EA can only do so much and a lot of the issues are going to be players' connections. And um, yes, they can put a latency thing and stuff, but you can't, EA can't show you that latency and go, oh, but they sometimes have bad latency or oh, but in 20 minutes, they're going to start torrenting something on another machine and it's going to stuff up the connection. People's connections and the way they set them up are a big issue in all online games. And with the issues that we've already outlined with EA, if you don't have your connection up to scratch, it's only going to exacerbate the issues. The Some simple things that players can do are making sure that you're wired. If someone comes to me and says I'm having really bad connection issues, and then they say, "Oh yeah, I've um, I'm on wireless," don't be on wireless. And a lot of people are instantly going to go, "Well, I can't get a cable from there to there." That's absolutely fine. I realise a lot of people can't. There is a fantastic device called a um, a, a power line adapter. Yes, yeah, what I have. And, isn't it? Yep, and you plug it in next to your router, plug an Ethernet cable into the router. Then plug the power line next to your Xbox, PlayStation, or PC. Now, your download speeds will go down considerably. Well, if you're on a really good connection. I would not suggest someone use this day-to-day -day if you're on a gigabit connection. However, for gameplay, the latency is exactly the same as it would be via Ethernet. That will massively reduce the issues because... Unfortunately, the more people that have Wi-Fi, and nowadays everybody does, and the more electrical items you have in your house, and the more studs you have in your wall, and all of that stuff, affects your connection. There are fantastic Wi-Fi solutions coming out, and a lot of them are great, but you will never beat the latency of a cable. You just can't. And so, <clears throat> get a power line adapter if you can't go in via Ethernet. The other thing about going in via Ethernet is that I was alluding to it earlier, but a lot of people have shitty routers and it's not your fault. Look, you pay, what, 30, 40, 50 dollars, euros, pounds a month 
for this connection. Maybe you pay even more if you're on a really good connection. And you get a router from your company and you think, I've got a gigabit connection, I've got 100, whatever you've got, I'm going to be fine on FIFA. You go on and then you're like, I get lag every week. Well, you've got a Ferrari connection, but using the same, you know, using the same um, fuel as a Fiat. You, you have to be very careful to look at what router they're giving you. Some companies will give you a decent one. A lot of companies will give you an absolute crap bag of a router. Virgin's new Superhub 3 is a disaster. BT's has improved massively. Plusnet is a potato. It is expensive to do, but if you really care about your game, I would suggest that you buy a good router. I'm not talking about an industry-grade one that costs £200 you need a rack for and stuff. I've done that, but that's because of the field I'm in. But there are great options from Acer, Azus, um, Netgear, even... Um, even I think Cisco might even do personal ones. I'm not totally sure about that. But the point being that buying a better router can make a huge difference because my my traffic cop analogy from earlier is that you've got a traffic cop directing traffic, but if he's on the first day of his job and he's not the smartest, he's not really going to direct the traffic too well. Whereas if you get a really good guy that knows exactly how to do that job, traffic's going to get, um, you know, sent in the right way and there's not going to be as many congestions and stuff. And that's why you get a good router because you get congestions and you get issues when you have a piece of shit as a router. Uh, so I'm not saying for everybody. And look, I realize that people can't go out and spend a hundred pounds on a router. You know, it's hard, but if you're going to spend a hundred pounds on FIFA points, maybe not this month, maybe go and buy a good router because it'll make a world of difference. I think that's a uh, really sensible one though, because it's also an investment for the long term. So it oh yeah. Last a long while as well. I think something on consoles is also, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, is the NIT the net type. Um, it's usually I see it on moderate or closed on lots of PlayStations and Xbox, which I have a look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by simply doing an adjustment, you can just Google it. Uh, Google. Uh, how to set my NAT type, NAT type on open. Uh, you can easily set it to open. It will massively improve your game online. And it's on consoles. It's like a minute minute of work. Uh, sometimes it will reset on the Xbox to moderate, but just one simple test and it will go back to open. So uh, something I always do is before I start my first match, make sure it's on open. Um, I'm not sure how it is on PC. I guess PC is always open because you have your own router, which is directly connected to it. And PlayStation yeah, and Xbox have their own servers before it. So it's a different setup on PC, and I, I don't want to. Bo- you know, I realize the majority of players are console-based players, so I don't want to bore them with um, how to set up a perfect connection for a PC. It's pretty easy, but I will say that another thing that people should also um, think about and look out for is who else so i realized that you know we have a multitude of different listeners and some people aren't going to be able to change their routes because it's not their house or they're at university or things like that and i realized that that is an issue but try to do whatever you can and you know i what i mean by that is if you can get a you know if you can get the um the, I'll keep wanting to call it short signal, but the power line adapter didn't get it. It's 30 quid, it makes the world a difference. If you can look at, well, just like John said, change your NAT type. It makes a huge difference for a lot of console players and it just it just is a lot better. Um, the other thing as well is that for, though I'm only going to go over this very briefly, but I am making a network guide. I'll be putting a lot of stuff like this in a lot more. Um, but for those that really want to go hardcore and have a perfect, well, as close as you can, perfect setup, I will be explaining how to make your own proper industry-grade router, which will be absolutely bulletproof and also will increase your home security a lot. And actually add some nice little features as well that I'll add. But one other issue that I noticed, and this isn't networking, but it is with people when having latency issues. A lot of you guys go and buy a big fat 50 60 inch tv 
whack FIFA in and go, the game is just not working well, but other games work well. FIFA is quite a, is a game that requires a lot of low latency things. So try and put on game mode. Also, look in your manual. Maybe you've got it plugged into a HDMI also, where it hasn't got the best latency. A lot of if the, you can lot, play on a monitor. A lot of the pros use a 24 inch BenQ or 27 inch. I think it's 24 inch BenQ that they use at tournaments. They all yes. use the exact same monitor. Now, I'm not suggesting you use BenQ because I don't think BenQ is a very good brand to be honest. But um, no, they've massively improved. Oh, when I was looking at monitors, they seemed to be they had shoddy reviews. Anyway, they might be better. But if you're looking for a proper gaming screen, get one that's got one MS reaction response times, and then it should just respond to how you want. I mean... And I would also... I would actually even further elaborate on that, that um, if possible, it is not as good image quality, the colours are not as good, but get a TN panel. A TN panel is far better for gaming. In terms, If you're really yeah. trying to be professional... If Go you really it. want to, and also buy some speakers because the sound on the, any monitor is absolutely horrific. Yeah, always it's always tinny and crap, but they're not make there sure it has passed through because there are a lot, a lot of monitors that have no sound. But if you do go for a TV, which I know many people have their consoles yeah. just at the living room, um, if you are deciding on or if you are deciding on getting a new TV, just ask for the TV that has the lowest input lag. You can just ask the seller uh there's lots of online <laughs> tests as well know? yeah they use know. yeah they usually do know these days i in england i don't know um uh, but i can i can actually assist with that because there is a website i will link it on our um twitter page at some point um very soon but there is a website where you can actually look at the review of the tv and they go into extensive extensive bloody tools uh I'd, like they spend a hell of a lot of, they've got a lot of money tools that i don't have to test these TVs and their reaction times in games and like the actual um, response time in games at like 1080p, 4K, that sort of thing with like very, very good tellies. And it's fantastic for that. And that is where you'll really get the proper, proper understanding of what TV is very good for gaming and for viewing films and for doing exactly. this. But... but it's usually the higher, greatest, the highest uh, um, priced TVs that are good in all of those things so you got to make a choice yeah. usually but just have a look at that and if you already have a tv and you don't have any other options then to use your console on that tv at least put on game mode like adam said yeah it's uh usually one button or maybe two presses of a button and it's really easy to uh, to know um yeah. to see and, and read through your manual as well if you've got a tv from a lot of companies they have a thing called uh pure motion or like light speed for one and it does this um it's not really going to help the latency as such but i think that a lot of you a lot of you out there will feel more comfortable with it it basically inserts a black frame after every flame frame and it makes the whole thing a lot smoother uh, it's called a soap it, opera effect in technical yeah. terms uh but it as yeah look at uh like motion blur or uh cinematic settings every tv had a different name for it but it's usually the mode which makes 4k a bit more fancy to see in the stores and it's automatically enabled on all tvs you buy and that's the first thing you got to turn off and actually there's a campaign running in movie world uh tom cruise and james cameron they're all uh are trying to get that mode standard on default off on new televisions because they say it actually ruins all their movies as well yeah. Any other and tips also, on uh, networking? Yeah. Um, so the thing I was going to say about the people that... So for those of you that... Um, there's going to be a lot of you out there that are saying, well, I do plug into the network and I think that my... Um, you know, and I don't want to go and buy a new router. Um, and I still have lots and lots of lag and I have lots and lots of issues or, you know, this sort of thing. Um, I I looked up... So I, I had this same issue with... Um, uh, good friend of the podcast actually Simon Stewart on Twitter and I looked up his router and realised that the company that he went with I can't remember who it was I think it was EE but they had really really skimped on the routers like they must have cost like 20p because what they'd done is they'd put two ports that were like gigabit I'm not going to bore you with gigabit versus 100 but 
everything nowadays should have a gigabit port. It's a better made port, blah, blah, blah. And they had two that weren't. And he was plugging into the one that wasn't because they're not listed. You'd never know. Unless you looked it up, you'd never know. And he changed Paul, and it made a world of difference for him. And it's just simple things like that. Look at look at your look at the manual for your router, or ask me on Twitter. I'm more than happy to help you out with that kind of thing. Or and the you know just small little things like that. Also, your TV. You know, we was mentioned about TVs. Look up your TV manual. Maybe there's a certain thing for like if you're playing with a game console, plug in here. My TV has that. It says that uh, HDMI three, I believe, is the one that should be used for consoles. Little things like that can make a huge improvement to your gameplay. A huge improvement. Definitely. So, um, before we go into the wars, where can people find you? Adam, can people, after they hear this thing about networking, can they contact you? On your... Yeah, so um, on Twitter, I'm at Foot Frankenstein. I believe that's it. Yep. And um, yeah, also, I, I'm. I'm mulling over making a sort of email place where people that maybe don't want to contact on Twitter or maybe don't have Twitter can at least still contact me and, you know, ask for some little helpful tips and stuff. And also by the launch of FIFA 20, I'll have a full Wiki, like sort of like a Wikipedia on this. So it will be teaching you how to set up certain things, how to change lap types, how to do your own router, even that sort of thing. So um, listen to the podcast in the next couple of weeks for when, um, for where, for, um, for information on that, because I'll soon be giving out like the whole um, links to it and stuff. Awesome. Uh, Steve, last yeah. topic of the show, weekly award. <laughs> All uh, yours. Yeah, I have already said who, I've already given a little hint over who will get the award this week. Um, this award is the Surprise Mechanic Award. And Adam, would you like to introduce who it's going to go to? Drumroll, please. The Surprise Mechanic Award goes to Rockstar. And why have they got it? introducing money chips into their casino on gta that cannot be changed back for real money how dare they what is happening to our games that every little thing is going to cost money soon i'm not joking right it's going to cost like they're going to they're going to find a way to make stats boosts cost money you watch you watch in an earlier in an earlier run on here i said about how ea were I don't think they're going to do this, and I don't think they're doing this now, and I think they're massively improved. I want to preface that first. However, there was an executive at EA that was talking about <laughs> charging people per bullet. Yeah, I know. They're yeah, charging I people know. per bullet. I know. I thought they were going to do that on Apex, to be honest. I genuinely <laughs> thought they were going to do that on Apex. I thought it was going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How... Do you we should be... Question? We all should be absolutely petrified about the way that gaming is going. I don't want to get into a massive topic as we're ending, but yeah. it's scary. It's scary. Don't like it. But guys, right. everyone listening, if you have something to say about that, just remind you vote with your wallet. So if you don't like it, don't spend money and they will fool you the most. Um, so we're closing out the show. Um, Let's start by where people can find us. Just asked Adam before, but just do it one more time. Adam, where can people find you? So you can find me on, at, on Twitter at what... Um, you can find me on Twitter at Foot Frankenstein. Um, and I'll tell you what, actually, if, if you absolutely need to, then you can... If you want to email instead, because you don't have it, I do actually have an email for you guys. So you can email me at adam at whatthefoot.co.uk. Um, you could do that for any of us, by the way. Um, so we all have John or um, Steve at whatthefoot.co.uk. So if you need to email us something that maybe you don't want to send over Twitter, then there's there's where you can email us. And we'll put those in the notes as well for you to read back. Steve, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at Valent777. I'll probably be ranting and raving about FIFA this week. So you probably see me chatting crap on other people's stuff as well. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you can find me at at foodcoaching on twitter look at foodcoaching.com or at mixer.com uh, slash foodcoaching um if you have any questions remarks on it feel free to tweet at us at wt food podcast and we'll take those questions into next week's show uh for now we'd like to thank you all for listening and we hope to see you next week And then Adam says, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Just on a side note, we won't be seeing any of you because it's a podcast. <laughs> but you can see me every Friday live if you want to. <laughs> and that's goodbye from me.